You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I'm interviewing Mr. Matt Watson. He is the owner of a really cool piece of software called Stackify, and this piece of software is for hardcore developers. Now, just because you're not a hardcore developer, and I doubt there's a lot of hardcore developers listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, don't let that make you want to turn off your radio because Matt is impressive. He grew his website traffic from 40,000 visitors a month to over 500,000 visitors a month from their blog back in 2017. And during this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast, I ask him exactly how he pulled that off so that we can learn from him and do that for ourselves. So you guys are going to love this episode. But before we hop into that episode, I have to tell you about the click technique. The click technique, you can find out more at theclicktechnique.com. If you go there, you'll see a beautiful website and there you can put in your email address for a free five-day crash course on how to generate more traffic and leads for your small business. It's the exact process that I take the clients here at trafficandleads.com through to build a strong online marketing foundation so they can go on to do bigger and better and more amazing things and automate their processes and have six-figure launches and do awesome things. But if you're confused and you're like, should I Pinterest? Should I Facebook? Should I Instagram? I don't know how much to spend. I don't know what to do. Uh, The click technique can answer all that for you. Part of that is a Facebook group. So a free Facebook group. So make sure you join us there. We always have a lot of fun. Some of the trainings I've been doing recently are all about some psychological effects and how that can have an influence on your online marketing. So one of those psycho- psychological effects is called the pratfall effect. And essentially is what that means is, hey, people will like you more if you kind of screw up a little. So there was a guy who did a experiment and essentially he was having people listen to a quiz show. And he would have them basically listen to it. And in one clip, the guy would spill his coffee. And in another clip, the guy would not. And so then he had the participants of this test basically rate this guy based on likability. And everyone ended up liking the guy who spilled his coffee more. And that's the pratfall effect. Essentially, if you make a mistake, you feel like you can actually be have more in common with someone and that they're not like this godlike person. And so how can we take that pratfall effect and apply that to online marketing? Well, it's like video. So many of you are really hesitant to do video and I understand why. I've been there before. You're afraid you're gonna make a mistake. You don't know what to say. You're gonna mumble, you're gonna fumble, you're gonna do all these things. But guess what? The pratfall effect actually says, If you do those things and you're more human and you spill coffee or your dog comes up when you're doing a Facebook Live and you pan the camera down or you are walking and you trip and you keep that in your edit, people will actually like you more. Can you believe it? So there's a few rules that go along with the pratfall effect. The first is the area where you're being kind of clumsy it should not be significant and it should not have to do with what you're selling. So I can sell online marketing and still be walking on the sidewalk and trip because in theory, the as well as I know how to walk doesn't affect how well I know how to online market. So I could do that. 
The second, you don't want to appear incompetent or have others have pity on you, right? So you don't want to get on and have people basically watching your online marketing or your online media, your video, because like, it's kind of like, we're not laughing with you. We're laughing at you or we have pity on you. So make sure you don't overdo it. And finally, you have to make sure that you're already established as competent. So this only works if people think that you are a professional, right? And you're basically, you're a professional up here. And when you like trip or spill coffee or do whatever you're going to do, then, oh, she's actually personable and I can actually get to know him or her. So those are the three rules you need to follow when executing the pratfall effect, but it works. And so this is good for you because it means that your social media doesn't have to be perfect and you can show a few faults and it won't like hurt you. It will actually just help you. So go out and do videos and execute the pratfall effect. There you go. So let's hop into this interview with Matt. I think you guys will really like it. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. So excited to have you on today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Sure. So first, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about Stackify? What do you guys do over there? Yeah, so we provide um, a software service for other software developers. So we have customers all over the world that, that use our tools, and they use them basically to know when uh, their applications aren't performing. So if, if you're ever on a website, basically, and it's slow, uh, and you want to throw your computer out the window, uh, people need software like ours to know when that happens. Yeah. Uh, and know like how to improve the performance of software, why it's slow, monitor the performance of it, do all those sorts of things. So it, basically every software development team in the world needs a product like ours. It's true. Are you like the only people doing this or do you have a lot of no. competitors? No, we compete with companies like New Relic and AppDynamics and, and um, other yeah. companies like that. Yeah. What makes yours so special? Um, we're more focused on developers. So most of those products were born out of monitoring uh, production servers by system administrators um, and IT, where our product is more focused on developers and what they're looking to do. Um, our product is also more affordable and it works really well for cloud-based applications and stuff. That's awesome. That's really cool. So let's talk a little bit about your online marketing traffic and leads generation strategies. Uh, can you tell tell us a little bit about how you guys get customers? Yeah. So our customers are, are software developers, as we mentioned. And the, the thing that we really struggled with early on in the business was how to reach them, how to drive traffic, how to, how to create leads. And we tried a lot of different forms of advertising. We did trade shows. We tried cold calling. We we tried a bunch of different things and never had a lot of success with any of it, frankly. I mean, we, we had some success, but not any not anything that we would call that was a strong customer acquisition cost that we could really scale and that made any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we ended up doing is we decided to create a free tool um, called Prefix and Basically, we took one of the features of our paid product and made a free product out of it uh, that software developers could use on their workstation. And so over the last uh, 18 months or so, we've had 20,000 people download that tool. Wow. And and most of that through organic uh, growth. And in the first like three to six months, we did a little bit of advertising of the free tool. And it was all advertising of the premise of like, 
here's this free thing, come download our free thing. Um, and so that helped get the, you know, get the ball rolling with that, but we haven't really done any advertising with that for a long time. And so we get about a thousand people a month to download our free tool. And really that plants a lot of seeds for us. It creates a lot of awareness. People love the free tool. And we got this idea. Um, we one of our guys on the, on the team read a book called traction, which was about all these different traction channels about, you know, speaking or online advertisement or PR, content marketing, all these different types of ways to drive traffic and leads, right? Uh, and one of the one of the things in it was engineering is marketing. And that really related well to us. And, you know, another company that does this well is like HubSpot. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like website grader tools and things like that, that you go back to their site all the time and you use these free tools. And really, you know, that's a way for them to, to drive traffic and leads to HubSpot. And, you know, they want you to eventually buy HubSpot. So, you know, we kind of took that same premise, but for our our vertical, our niche. And Prefix was that tool for us. And it works really well. And, you know, one of the other stats I'll share is if people download that free tool and then later try our paid product, our conversion rate is three times higher. Wow. Than some, so that, that free tool not only drives a lot of branding and awareness and, and all those things, but our conversion rate of our paid product is significantly higher if they've downloaded our free tool first. And obviously that is a strategy like that. I'm guessing that you were able to really build your business based on that strategy because it's scalable, dependable, all these things. It doesn't even cost you anything. It doesn't sound like. No. And that's one of the things we're, we're talking about now is actually starting to do some more uh, paid advertising actually around giving away the free tool because we've, we've done this long enough now to know you know, for every thousand people that download our free tool, how many of them eventually buy and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So we can look at our look at our cu- our customer acquisition cost around sort of like a freemium model. Although this is, it's not really a freemium to- freemium model; it's just a free tool. But kind of think about it that way. We can can we do a little bit of paid advertisement to drive usage of the free tool, knowing that that leads to the paid customers. So you're probably like a lot of people in the audience where um, it sounds like back in the day, you were like trying all these different things and nothing was working. And I'm sure that was really frustrating. And now like you're on the other side of it and you have finally found like something that works and something that can scale. Can you kind of speak to that and the frustration of that? And that if you kind of can keep trying, or maybe you have some advice for people that are in the situation you were in back in the day? It, it's definitely very frustrating. And I, I think there's a couple of things there that, that the traction book that, that we looked at that has like, it's like 18 to 20 different traction channels. And if you just Google like traction channels, you can see the, you can find the list. Um, I would definitely recommend going through that and stepping back away from what you've been trying and thinking about it all over again. Um, you know, for, for us, our customers are software developers, right? You can't call them. They don't, <laughs> they don't they want don't have, to talk to you. <laughs> they they don't have telephones or they don't answer them if yeah. they do. There's like a 90% chance they all use ad blockers because... They know how to do they, it. They, get yeah. it. They, they, they hate spam. They'll be the first ones to flag all of your emails as spam. Um, yeah, you have a tough, so those, you have a tough avatar. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they all have one thing in common. If they have a problem, where do they go? They go to Google and they Mm -hmm. search for it. So for us, it was just about understanding that persona and how to, you know, how to reach them. And so we do a lot of content marketing and that works really, really well for us. And then we, we built this free tool as well. And so the combination of those two things worked well for us, but we had to sort of step back and, and look at the different options. And to this day, we still dabble a little bit with AdWords 
but and it's like every few months we try it again and we have one campaign on AdWords that really mm-hmm. works and everything else we've tried mm-hmm. doesn't. So we still dabble and we try and we test and whatever, but what we've we try and hold ourselves to is knowing what our customer acquisition costs are and and that sort of stuff and and make sure everything meets that criteria. The other thing that we're we're trying to do more of as well is understanding the the company like what our ideal customer looks like, you know, what geographies are they in, the size of the company, all of that sort of stuff. And then when we do our advertising, make sure we tailor it to all of those things. So we get a higher conversion. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, So as far as like email marketing goes, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you do that? Like, how are you not marked as spam or like, what are you sending them? Well, we, we honestly don't do a lot of email marketing. Um, you know, for all the things that we've done well, there's there's a lot of things that we still don't do very well or opportunity that's out there. So we, like for example, we've had 20,000 people download our free tool and we have their email addresses, but we actually haven't done a very good job mm-hmm. of nurturing them. So there's there's still a lot of things we can do to further refine the machine and improve this kind of marketing machine of ours. But it, um, it, it's just, one thing after another of trying to continue to squeeze more out of it. Right. Yeah, And, and to get better uh, every day. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, one, one person told me once something I always remember, it's like, you know, if you can focus on just being 1% better every day, you know, that's 30% a month, right. It's just every little bit counts. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, that's awesome. So can you tell us, um, is there any other advice you could give people for starting a business, utilizing online marketing, or even like this content marketing thing? I think a lot of people struggle with content marketing too. Is there any advice you can give the listeners? Yeah. So we, we do a ton of content marketing. We publish new blog posts almost every single day. Wow. Friday. And so a year ago we were doing about 40,000 visitors a month to our website from our blogs. And we really had one blog post that was like most of that traffic. Mm -hmm. And it was actually an old blog post that for whatever reason just kept driving a lot of traffic. And we would always look at that thing and we're like, I can't believe, you know, 10,000 people a month search for Google and click on our page and go read this stupid blog post. (laughs) Um, but, But we decided to double down on that and really put a ton of effort into doing a really good job at blogging. And we were able to grow from like 40,000 people a month to now over 500,000 a month that and come to our through, website. Are you, are you like, tell me about your blog post strategy. Is it, are you just like trying to get as many out there as you can? Are you SEOing them? Are you targeting keywords? Like what, what is it you're going into when you're writing these blog posts? Yeah. So we, we do a mixture of things. We do some articles that are targeted towards higher, uh, you know, things that have higher keyword volume that are still to our persona and our audience, right? They're software developers, but they're, you know, very top of the funnel kind of branding and awareness things. Um, so for example, one of our top ones is like DevOps tools. If you, if you Google DevOps tools, we're like number one or two or three, and that drives a ton of traffic, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of very top of the funnel. Um, but we, we also do create a lot of blog posts that are more middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel kind of stuff. So, you know, if you Google, like I mentioned earlier, we compete with New Relic. So if you search, you know, New Relic alternatives, that's one of the top things we need to rank for. So we rank like number one, two or three for that. So we, you know, we, we look at all those different sorts of things and try and publish content around all of them. But almost everything we do um, to date has been very focused on organic. If, if we 
publish a blog post and it still doesn't receive traffic like a month later, we, for us, it's like dead. We might as well delete it. We, we don't want to publish content that doesn't drive traffic organically long term. You know, to, to publish a blog post on our site and like 30 people read it that day and then nobody ever reads it again, to us is a complete waste of time. We want to create content that drives traffic ongoing forever mm-hmm. that's evergreen mm-hmm. that's our that's our focus now we're we're starting as we, we talk about like optimizing our marketing machine we're we're starting to create more types of content that are for nurturing purposes so even though it's not really for organic search and seo you know it's content that we can use in a facebook ad or email marketing or other things and, th- and then we don't care about that as much you know we we want to purposely drive people to that for nurturing but you know, there's just so many different components of this. It's, it's just trying to wrangle them all and make them work. Yeah. And like you said, like if you're doing something to to better improve your systems and your online marketing every day, just something small, then at the end of the year, you'll be miles ahead, right? Like don't get overwhelmed in yeah. all the details. Yeah. And for our, our blogging strategy is, is just something for the last year, we like religiously, like every day, publish new blog posts and just grinding them out. Wow. And um, it worked well for us. And and, and we have the, the same issue everybody else has. Like we have 20 employees and we only have uh, maybe two of them that will blog. None of the rest of them want any part yeah. of it. So we, so we use freelance writers to help us. And um, a lot of our content is so technical that we really have mm-hmm. to. We can't just find any random person to blog about software development and programming stuff. So we have to pay a pretty good premium actually to freelancers to get them to write for us. But it's something we do and it, and it it's, worked it's well, well worth it. It sounds like as far as like the SEO angle, do you guys have in-house SEO people or did you outsource that? And how did you make that decision? So I've, I've had a lot of experience with it over the last 15 years. So I help do it a lot. Uh, and then we have our manager of marketing has a lot of experience with it too. She actually used to work at, at Google on the AdWords team. Um, so she has a lot of experience with, with this stuff too. And yeah, it's a lot of it's just basic stuff, right? It's just what keywords are we targeting mm-hmm. and make sure we put them in the title and the headings and reuse them. And it, it's pretty simple stuff. I don't think you have to be a super, you know, SEO ninja to, to do these things. Um, I, I think more than anything, you got to have super high quality content. And I always say um, when somebody searches for something on Google, they're asking a question and ultimately you need to have the best answer mm-hmm. there is. If you have the best answer there is, regardless, if you don't even have the SEO like optimized the right way, Google will figure out that that is the best answer and it will rank really well. Even if at all odds, you don't have like the perfect I SEO. Like Google's getting smart so, enough to know uh, where, a, where a legit blog post that answers a question is. I've, I've seen us rank on like the top five of Google for phrases that those phrases aren't even in the wow. content, right? And and then eventually we like sort of figure those things out and we're like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should go back and edit that blog post and actually add that phrase to right. the Right. That would help us even more. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then we do that and then it, it you know, then we go from being ranked fifth to second or first or something. But but yeah, Google is able to figure out like when people ask this question, this answer is the best. You know, a lot of that doesn't happen like within the first, you know, week or two that you publish a post, but after many weeks and months of some of those posts like living out there. It figures it out. Agreed. Awesome. All right, Matt, I've taken up a lot of your time today. Before we go, I'm going to turn the time over to you. Tell us again how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know. Yeah, absolutely. You can definitely find me on on LinkedIn. Uh, If anybody has any questions about content marketing or whatever, be glad to try and answer them. Um, 
I do have a, I host a, a podcast for StackFi called Developer Things. And I also host a podcast um, called The Startup Hustle, which is only, it's about startup stories and startups, which is pretty cool if anybody's interested. And um, yeah, feel free, you can check out StackFi if you're a software developer. We have some pretty cool tools that can help you out. I love it. Thank you so much, Matt, for being on the show. All right, thank you. There you go. There is your interview with Matt. I hope you guys all go out and blog and get 500,000 people to your website this month. There you go. There's your goal this month. Thank you so much for joining me on the Traffic and Leads podcast. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, or at the very least, just share it with a a friend. That would be super fantastic. And finally, if your website is sitting dead in the water or you need some help with online marketing, whether that be pay-per-click, SEO, Facebook ads, the list goes on. Like you guys know what I'm talking about and you know what we do over at Traffic and Leads. Make sure you reach out to us because we can help you. Trafficandleads.com. Until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with Trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Mm-hmm.